today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. I really don't agree with this move, man. Um, I really don't think that you need to go with Kevin Hart's ops on tour. Like that is, to me, it's crossing the line. What up? It's your boy Trent Out Loud and I'm back with another episode. Um, I got a good show for you guys today. I think it's the first time that this might be an all-male show. Well, actually, no, Kevin Hart's wife. My bad. This whole time, I thought it was an all-male show. Anyways, don't listen to me, man. Y'all know the deal. Get your ear pods in. Get your headphones on. Turn your volumes up. I'm about to start the show. Let's go. NBA Youngboy says that he's not big on fatherhood. He has 11 kids. Um, and he says he's been smoking since he's seven years old. Um, <laughs> just watch the clip. You do have a lot of children. You know, I've been around you to see in a short amount of time that you're a great father. How important is fatherhood to you, man? I'm not really big on it, to be honest. What do you mean by that? You're not big on it? Like you're, in a, you're I mean, you're a family man. I'm here with you. I see it. Yeah, but I'm only out. I'm only like in here because you live. Oh, well, I don't believe see, it's you. a crazy topic because I'm not the type like the sugarcoat nigga. Listen, um, I think this might be the first time I'm actually ever covering NBA Young Boy on this show. Um, look, I have, I'm a fan. Um, I, I love young boy. Um, my nephew is like a super fan. He actually thinks he's uh, better than Drake. Um, and, uh, but no, I just, yo, I love his energy. Um, I like his music, but for the life of me, I just can't figure him out. I've seen a couple of interviews, the way how he speaks. He sounds like he's totally high and out of it every interview like i understand there's some interviews where people will come on like and just you know be out of it or be higher whatever just every interview this guy sounds like he's on another planet i know he's going through a lot right now on house arrest and all his, his cases and all that stuff but like yo somebody's got to get young boy help man like yo you can't be saying these things like this guy has 11 children and to say he's not a fan of fatherhood and he's just sitting around with his son because the cameras are here like this is crazy man um y'all know me man i'm big on mental health and i just feel like yo some of these young rappers out here like him and kodak like yo we need to get these young brothers some help man like this is nuts um anyways I don't really have much of a take on this. Like, what, what, what kind of take could you possibly have, you know, when you hear um, somebody say something like this with his child in his lap doing an interview, and then, you know, the kid's gone, and then you're just like, yeah, I've been smoking since I was seven. Like, yo, this, this, this young man got some, some things that he needs to deal with. Let's just leave it at that. How long have you smoked? I've been smoking cigarettes since I was seven years old. Damn. Yo, we need to get young boy some help, man. That's all I gotta say. Let me let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. You know, and yo, am I just giving him a hard time? Is he young and he's partying and drinking or whatever? Or and I should just leave him alone? Or do y'all think that somebody somebody needs to reach out and help um young boy out? And also Kodak, I think those two guys, somebody, some bigger rapper, some some big homie somewhere needs to reach out um and help these two um guys out. Tori Hart, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, is going out on tour with Cat Williams. Um, ah, there's no video, so I'm going to put up uh, what she put up. Um, I'm going to put up her caption and picture that she put out on her Instagram. Um, I have been a huge fan of Cat's interview on Club Shay Shay. 
a huge fan of his comedy for years. Um, I even went as far to say I'm going to put him now in my top three and take Kevin Hart out. Again, the list is fluid. Um, I just think Kevin, um, I just think Kat is hot right now. Um, and he's just, I just feel like Kevin the past two or three years um, hasn't been. So I swapped him out um, and, and I challenged Kevin to, to come back to get back his spot. Anyways, I digress. Um, I've been on Kat's side this whole week that he's been in the media. Um, I really don't agree with this move, man. Um, I understand you going at Kevin and, and, um, and Steve Harvey and everybody that you talked about in your special, but I feel like there's a level of pettiness that you don't need to cross. Um, and going and hiring, um, Tori Hart, um, to put her on your tour. I just think that it's taking away from the genius um, that Cat Williams displayed um, on um, Club Shay Shay. And I also think for Tori Hart on her side, it's even worse than Cat. Um, her, you know, like you have kids with Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? And if, and if like at the end of the day, yeah, you might be mad at me or we might be beefing or maybe I'm not playing child support or whatever it is that Kevin is doing that made Tori mad. Um, I really don't think that you need to go with your, op with kevin hart's ops on tour like that is to me it's crossing the line like you guys have kids together if it was just his ex-wife i would say fine you guys have kids together that's just i think it's crossing the line just just my opinion as i always do to play devil's advocate to look on the other side um apparently um she was with kevin hart when kevin hart was just a struggling comedian and nobody knew about him. And apparently she used to write a lot of his material in the beginning, in the beginning days. Obviously if she's going out on cat with cat Williams on tour. She herself is a comedian. I checked out her page and I, any Instagram, any comedian, you go on their Instagram and they have some bits or they have some skits um, regardless of the level of comedian. I saw a couple of skits on her page. I didn't laugh once. Sorry, just just being honest. Um, I kind of I, there were some couple of things that were a little bit sort of funny, um, but just all in all, it didn't even feel like a comedian's page. But again, just to play devil's advocate, if she is a struggling comedian, and you know Kevin Hart is my ex husband, then I can understand why she might be mad. Like Kevin Hart has a million avenues, comedy avenues, um, and it looks like he hasn't helped her one bit. Um, it doesn't look like she's really living um, uh, a luxurious life. I mean, Kevin Hart is worth $100 million. So if you have kids with somebody and they're out here struggling and they don't have, she doesn't have much. And, you know, so I'm my point I'm trying to get to is that, you know, the fact that I'm saying that she should be cognizant enough to know, like, I have kids with this man. I'm not going to um, step over the line. Maybe she's looking at it like, yo, you know, like I've been a good ex-wife for all these years. Kevin has all these accolades and all this money and has a new wife and new kids. And he's living up in Hollywood and I'm here struggling. I mean, if you go to her page, it looks like the girl's like, I wouldn't say welfare level, but it looks like she's just an average comedian in, in Montreal or Toronto here or just struggling or anywhere in the world, just not making money. So maybe she's fed up. So anyways, that, that's just, that's my take. Um, 
I don't have an, a baby mom or an ex-wife, so I don't know how far um, you know each side can go with the pettiness and the bitterness. But this is not a not a good look for all three people involved. Um, and I think Cat is on a good run, um, and I don't think that he should do this. I, he already did it, but just my opinion is I don't think he should. Uh, let me know what you guys say in the comment section below. Jay Z said that he may one day perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. Take a listen. Get on stage. The Super Bowl halftime stage? I don't know. I thought it would be selfish to pick myself like too, too early. So maybe one year. Maybe. It's funny, you know, I always thought about this. I was like, yo, if Jay-Z is, you know, the the head, uh, whatever, he's heading, I can know what his title is, head of Super Bowl performance production or head of music at Super Bowl. Um, yeah, will he ever put himself on? I mean, Jay-Z does have the catalog enough to, you know, play at the Super Bowl. But, I mean, if, if you're the one picking the names and you pick yourself, it does look a little bit selfish, you know? So, but, um, you know, I wonder how long it will take for him to to call his own name out. And I also wonder how long are we going to continue seeing, like, urban hip-hop R&B acts? You know, it was like... I don't know if I can name all of them, if I remember, but then there's Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Then there was um, <clears throat> Dr. Dre, um, and Dr. Dre and Friends, then Rihanna, and now Usher. So it's a lot of black and brown. Like, I don't think under Jay-Z's, Jay since he's got this contract, I don't think he's brought in a rock band or a pop band. Um, you know, so anyways, I'm just interested to see how long we're going to continue the, the hip-hop, you know, R&B kind of performances um and i'm interested to see um you know when jay is gonna bring his own self out or like one of his artists out it's kind of like i don't know i'm interested to see what's gonna happen and i'm also interested to see who's gonna be in next year because i think next year it's in new orleans and you gotta bring on little wayne and if little wayne is on little wayne's gotta bring on Nicki minaj and drake and young money and, and baby like that's they are new orleans and even maybe bring out master p so i'm interested to see um you know who's going to be um coming out next year's super bowl halftime show let me know what you think in the comment section below should jay-z be able to choose himself um and who do you want to see um in super bowl next year who should represent new orleans Willis Gibson has become the first person ever to beat Tetris. Yo, I thought this was super funny. Um, this kid's a 13-year-old kid. Anyways, here, hold on. Watch the video. That's actually really why I wanted to play it. This kid was freaking out, super happy for him. But um, I totally forgot about Tetris. Like, um, I, I totally forgot about it. And I never knew that you can't ever beat Tetris and he would be the first person. I wonder if, like, somebody else has beaten it and just thought, like, well, okay, whatever, the game froze. Because that's why I wanted to play the clip. Like, it doesn't say... 
congratulations, you won. It's just like you, it just run, it's like nine, 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 nine. And like, you just got the game stuck. Like I just, I felt it was weird, but anyways, shout out to, um, to what's his name? Will, Will Willis Gibson, um, 13 year old, 13 years old. Um, is he going to get some sort of prize for this? It's, it's going out. It's heading like it's going to go viral. Should, um, I think it's Nintendo who makes Tetris. What is Nintendo going to do for him? Anyways, I just wanted to push the story out there. This kid needs a prize. Get the kid something. 13 years old, first ever to beat Tetris. Let me know if you guys are still playing Tetris out there. And let me know if you've ever come close. What's been your highest score in Tetris? Let me know in the comment section below. All right, question of the day. I got two questions today. Um, a husband says that him babysitting is a gift to his wife. I want to know if you guys agree. Take a listen. My husband goes... Did you enjoy your time? That was the other half to my Christmas gift. I'm like, where? What is it? I babysit for hours. I babysit for hours. He says day. freedom. You were gone for two hours and I babysat. You give us freedom. Baby, I love you. And he kissed me. I was home with the baby. The greatest gift of all for a mother. Okay, if you ask me, this is a pretty stupid question. I mean, if you're a parent, then obviously babysitting your child is not a gift to your wife. But I feel like there's some dudes out there who are like, yo, this is... Your department, the kids be, uh, breastfeeding, you know, the, you know, the first two years is, is mommy's job. So I know I'm just curious to ask my audience out there. Do you guys, do you men out there think that, um, in the first year or two years while the baby's breastfeeding and, you know, is clinging to mom, do you feel like when you are babysitting, do you feel like that's a present? Do you feel like that's a gift? Like, yo, I'm doing you a favor, man. Like, this is part of your Christmas present or this is part of your birthday present. And ladies out there, what do you think about, um, you know, guys that do that? Are you okay with that? Do you agree? Um, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's hard for me to answer these questions. I don't have any kids, but I, I personally think that... Um, it's not a gift. And I think that even, even though the, uh, you are, you know, even though the kid is breastfeeding, I just feel like, you know, I understand if the mom is taking more of a role at that point, but to give her a break to go to the mall for two hours, I don't know if I would consider it a gift. That's just my opinion. The second question of the day is, um, what's the pettiest reason you ever refused to date somebody? And um, I thought it was really funny. I wanted to read you guys um, the comments. Um, but I guess I should answer the question first. Um, but that's the thing where I wanted to pull up the comments. I really don't have an answer because I don't know if I have like a, a petty reason not to date somebody. I would pretty much not date somebody for a big reason. Like a petty reason, I really just don't know. Like, I'll just going to read the comments and I'll see if I agree with some of them. But they're hilarious. This girl wrote, he, he spelt quarantine instead of quarantine, like spelling it with a C instead of um, a Q. I thought that was funny. <laughs> One girl said his height started with five. That's petty. Um, asked for a picture. I don't think that that's petty because I could see how, you know, if a guy's like, yo, send me a naked picture of you. I could see how that could be like, that's a turn off. I don't think that's petty. Um, childbearing hips. No, sir. That's petty. Some girl wrote being uncircumcised. That's not petty. I don't think that that's petty, man. That's like, yo, that's a that's a sexual choice, man. If if that's petty, then I got a lot of petty reasons why I wouldn't date a girl. Um, he only texts in all caps. That's that's a little petty. It's a little petty because maybe he just it's a little petty. It's annoying though. Where somebody's typing in caps, I'd be like, why are you yelling at me? Um, 
He came to, this is hilarious. Listen to this one. He came to my house and took a dump. I went to the bathroom and there was still ish um, all over the toilet. Like, how are you? Get out now. How old are you? Get out now. I thought that was hilarious. In a dating process that's still in the beginning, who goes over to a girl's house, takes a dump, first of all, A, and then B, how do you not clean out the toilet bowl, man? Like, I don't think that's petty. That's a good reason. I would never date a girl that did that. Oh, my gosh. She'd be out. Totally agree. Um, if her second toe longer than her big toe, that's petty. That's petty, bro. Um, they have a – oh, this is hilarious – they have a dead tooth, but steady got money for weed. Thought that was hilarious. Um, pronounced the L in salmon. <laughs> that was funny. Who says salmon? Nobody on the planet says salmon. But anyways, if somebody did, that's not a reason not to date somebody. Um, but anyways, that, that's petty. That's the, that's, that's what the question is asking. Um, somebody wrote a list, um, asking for pics. Bad hygiene, bad breath, too short, couldn't hold the conversation. All not petty. If you consider that to be petty, then I got a lot of petty things that I'll agree with. Well, all it, well, maybe not. Not asking if a girl asked me for a picture, I would just say no, I would not date her. Bad hygiene, thousand percent that that's not petty. Bad breath, too short. Well, for me, a guy, I, I don't care, but I understand girls and can't hold the conversation. That, no, that's part of my value system, man. You got to be able to hold a conversation. Anyways, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Um, what are some petty reasons why you refuse to date somebody? All right. Lastly, in sports news, uh, like I did yesterday, I'm going to just give you the sports news and then talk about it after. Um, Michigan, shout out to Michigan. Michigan won the national championship. Uh, John Morant, unfortunately, has to undergo shoulder surgery, um, and he'll be out for the remaining of the season. Um, and Draymond Green considered retiring. Uh, let's start with Draymond. Um, let's just play the clip. I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. I just told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, ah, you're making a very rash decision. And I won't let you do that. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting that he... Would felt like it was just too much for him and he needed to retire. That says a lot to me. Um, if it were, if he were suspended for something, um, else, then, uh, like something, let's say, like he didn't agree with, I would understand him being like, oh, this is too much for me, but I, I can't figure out and understand why him being aggressive on the court. And blatantly doing something that goes against the NBA rules, that he would feel like it's all too much for him. I mean, that that I don't know. That makes me feel like he may have really just had like some real some real big issues, man. Um, you know, like maybe he really can't control himself, and I feel like that's maybe why he feels like a little like too overwhelmed and he doesn't feel like, like he could be on the court and conduct himself properly. That's what that says to me. Like that, that line of saying it was, this is all just too much for me. I think that our, our, our people might be um, overlooking that line. When somebody says, yo, this is too much for me. That's a big statement coming from a mental health advocate. And somebody that has done a lot of mental health um, talks and panels and has done a lot of therapy. 
saying it's all too much for me is, is a big um, cry out for help. I don't even know if Draymond realizes. But having said that, um, shout out to um, the commissioner, um, Adam, sorry, Adam, Adam, Adam Silver, I think his name is. Um, but shout out to commissioner. Um, Draymond had really nice things to say about him. And you don't necessarily always hear that from um, a commissioner in a league. Um, you know, especially let's just call a spade a spade, especially a black league with a white commissioner, you know, 10, 20 years ago, um, you wouldn't hear athletes talking about commissioners that well. So shout out to Adam Silver for, um, you know, for, for being there for Draymond. And, um, I don't know if we should say like shout out for not letting him retire. Um, that sounds a little bit too, like, no, we want you. The league needs you. So I don't know how I feel about that. I'm sorry. With mental health, I really got to dissect everything. Because if somebody is actually fed up and he is to a point where it's all too much for him, then maybe you got to let him retire and not just want him in the league for your own reasons. I mean, I'm not in a room. I don't know the breakdown. But anyways, it sounds like he's he is generally trying to be there for him. So um, shout out to the commissioner um, for that. Uh, Michigan, I watched the game. It was a good game. Um, I was hoping it would have been a little bit of a, a closer game. Um, Washington seemed to never really kind of like get their, their, their footing. They were always kind of playing from behind. I felt from like two undefeated teams, it would have been a little bit of a closer game. It almost ended up kind of being a blowout at the end. Um, but you know, the quarterback, don't remember his name. Sorry. I told you guys yesterday, I don't really follow college football, but Quarterback seemed like he was pretty injured, uh, the Washington quarterback. But it was a good game. Regardless, shout-out to um, Harbaugh. Shout-out to Michigan and all the players. It's always nice to see college kids, you know, getting their ring, getting their shine, going on to the NFL. So shout-out to Michigan. Um, and lastly, uh, John Morant, my guy, the guy who I feel is the future of the league. Uh, yeah, they're saying that during practice, I don't know what happened, but I think it's a rotator cuff. Um, and now he has to undergo surgery and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. The only silver lining in this is that um, because he was suspended for the first 25 games, and I think they lost, I think, most of their games. I think they only won like seven games before Jaw came back. It, it wasn't looking like Men Memphis was going to make it into the playoffs or even win. So... The only thing is like, so, the, <clears throat> excuse me. So the one silver lining is like, I kind of feel like this season was a write-off anyways. So let him go do his surgery, rest up, have a good off season, and then come back at the beginning of the season next year and uh, finish back like how he was before where Memphis is number one, number two, have home field, um, home field, I'm thinking about football, have home court advantage um, and get to the playoffs um, and hopefully get to the finals because I need John Morant to get a ring. I know he's young, but I need to, him to start his domination now. John Morant is my vote for the next face of the league. I know you don't have a vote for it, but that's the guy who I want to be the face of the league. I really like him. I think he's a really exciting player. I think he's good for the NBA. Um, he's a small man, but he's a small man. Not like Steph shooting, but he's driving Duncan and he has so much energy and he's exciting to watch anybody who doesn't watch basketball would love to watch jaw play he's that exciting and that's what made jordan so great um and kobe so great even if you don't understand basketball you don't follow it you could tell how exciting they are and you could tell how excited and not you could tell but you could see how exciting 
um, they are when they play. So um, I think he'd be really good for the game of basketball. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Turn it Loud. Go to signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. And then once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code TOL.